Welcome to the Golden Age of Baseball with Eddie Robinson, baseball's oldest living player. Eddie was a four-time All-Star first baseman, scout, coach, and front office executive during his amazing 65-year career. These podcasts will give the baseball enthusiast the opportunity to share a slice of baseball history with someone who actually lived it. In this podcast, Eddie talks about his friend Fred Clare, has a terrific story about two of the most famous home runs in baseball history, and Eddie's visit to the new home of the Texas Rangers. And now, here's Eddie. I want to apologize. This is Eddie Robinson talking to all of you. I want to apologize for giving you the wrong zip code number. That is a terrible mistake. And and uh, it's a mistake that I made. Uh, and I don't, I can understand why I made the mistake in that the post office where we got the post office box, it's not a half a mile from our house. And I got the post office box number and just assumed that they would have the same zip code number as we had at home. But that wasn't so. The The right zip code number is 76181. And uh, I'm embarrassed. Nothing I can do about it. If you uh, so graciously sent me a check with the wrong zip code on it, you're going to be getting a doggone letter back uh, with the wrong address on it. And... I hope you'll resend it. I wouldn't blame you if you were too angry to worry about it. And uh, and and I apologize again. Uh, I know it's my fault, but I <laughs> I don't know how many mistakes a hundred-year-old guy is able to make. But I might be approaching the, uh, my my limit in mistakes. But uh, I'm gonna keep trying. See if I can't. Uh, put a few more podcasts together for you. Uh, But uh, first off, I want to thank all of you good friends out there who generously donated to help my friend through a tough, tough time. It's very much appreciated. Podcast is going to be mainly about Fred Clare. Fred Clare is a good friend of mine. Uh, we we talk to each other occasionally. He's retired. He's the former general manager of the Los Angeles Dodgers. And uh, he had great success as a general manager and was uh, admired by all others, all other general managers. He got the job uh, in 1987. Brooklyn Dodgers were in spring training at the end of their spring training. They were in Houston, Texas, playing a game. And Al Campanis, their general manager, was there with the team. And after the game, Ted Koppel had Campanis on, asking him questions about the team and the game and so on. And he asked him a kind of a tricky question about uh, black players. And, and Campanis made a a remark he shouldn't have made. He didn't intend to uh, make it. He he certainly isn't a racist. He was second baseman uh, with Jackie Robinson in 1946 uh, for for the Montreal team in the International League. And I was with Baltimore at the same time. 
and he and Jackie were great friends, and he was great friends with the black players on the Dodger team. But anyway, they made a big deal out of it. Koppel kind of built it up. And as a result, uh, the Dodgers had to fire Campanis. And they were left without anybody to be the general manager. Well, Fred Clare had taken a job in the public relations department and has worked his way up to vice president and was very friendly with uh, uh, Peter O'Malley and his father. Walter. So they were looking around for somebody to step in and be general manager uh, for an interim period, and uh, they settled on Fred and asked him if he'd do it, and and Fred accepted. So he became the general manager and and right away took the job at heart, and uh, he began to prepare for the next year, sign players and and he he was very big on uh, on the the players and and what their background was, what kind of guys they were in the clubhouse, what kind of competitors they were, what kind of family they came from, and that is very big in the uh, the making of a good baseball player. Most most of your really good baseball players have good backgrounds in their youth, and he's he's a big uh, proponent of that, he 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 added to and 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 took away from that that team, and in 1978, uh, 1987, I'm sorry, 1987, uh, the Dodgers won the World Series. That that's the next year. That's the year that Kirk Gibson pinched hit the home run in Oakland. Uh, the the bases loaded and he came up and hit the ball over the fence and beat the Oakland A's and they went on to win the World Series. It was a tremendous thing. Needed a pinch hitter late in the game. He 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 asked Kirk if he could pinch hit. He said yes, but he he had uh, bad knees. He waddled up to the plate. And and I think he got two strikes on him and finally got a pitch he liked and hit it over the outfield fence and uh, struggled around the bases. And it was just a great thing. It was a, a memorable home run. It's, uh, it's in the same class with Bobby Thompson's home run. Bobby's home run was he was playing for the New York Giants and they were playing the Brooklyn Dodgers. And he hit his home run in the ninth inning off Ralph Branca. Uh, some people call it the shot heard around the world. It was probably the most famous home run uh, ever, ever hit. But Kirk Gibbs rivals it and was a, a great feat. He was injured and came off the bench, could hardly walk. Uh, he had bad knees, but he got up to home plate and with two strikes on him. hit the ball over the right field fence. And that was one of the biggest thrills I've had. I saw Bobby Thompson's home run, and Kirk Gibson's was right there with it in uh, my memory. They're they're both great things. Well, anyway, I'm getting away from uh, book. Uh, he tells the whole story in his book, and Madigan does a really good job of portraying uh, Fred's thoughts. And Fred has had two bouts with cancer. 
and has uh, won them both. He's a healthy guy now, and he's retired. And uh, it's just uh, it's a story of a guy that that gets cancer and and gets tough with it, sticks his neck out and sticks his chin out and and beats it once, and then years later gets it again and beats it again. So it's an uplifting story. It tells you how much prayer and faith and willpower can do to get you well when you're really, really in bad shape. So uh, I, 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 I certainly recommend the book. I hope you'll buy it, Extra Innings. It's a very uplifting book. Uh, you'll, get, you'll really enjoy reading it. And Tim Madigan did a wonderful job in telling the story. I, I just can't say too much about it. It's it's just that good. So uh, do me a favor, buy that book, Extra Innings, written by Tim Madigan. And uh, you'll be glad you did. Ray Davis, the owner of the Texas Ranger Baseball Club, in, invited Betty and me to come to a ball game the other night. And... Uh, we went, and, and we had such a great time. It was my first visit to Globe Life Field, the, the brand-new dome stadium that the Rangers have built, and and being in the owner's box uh, with the owner and his wife, Linda, there with us was just wonderful. Uh, Tom Grebe, uh, ex-general manager of the Rangers and announcer and my friend for years, uh, he and his wife, Kathy, were invited, and uh, uh, stories just flew around. We had just a wonderful time, and uh, Neil Liebman was also there. He's one of the minor owners of the team, and he's a really nice guy, and uh, I saw him in, in spring training this year, and, and I'm sure he's helpful uh, in the running of the team. I got to tell you at the end of this podcast that uh, Betty and I had a very enjoyable evening uh, yesterday, last night. Uh, We were invited to uh, Globe Life Park here in Arlington, Texas, the new dome stadium that they have built, and it is a marvel. Uh, We sat in his box, which is a marvel. It's... uh, it's between first and third base, first and, and home plate, right near where the, uh, the on-deck hitter stands. And it's uh, huge. We had uh, dinner in there. It has all sorts of uh, regular uh, cafeteria-style place you, you can get your food. We set at a rather large table and had dinner together and just swapped baseball stories all night. Uh, while the game was going on. I felt like I was in the game. I was so close uh, to the field. And uh, they have, of course, television sets that show you the game. And I had to look at them uh, quite often because of my eyesight. But I saw the game, and and the baseball stories just really flew around. Tom Grave and his wife, Kathy, were there with us. And uh, we just had a marvelous time they have a 4,000 
foot clubhouse. Now, 4,000 foot clubhouse, hell, that's, that is huge with big lockers and every locker is a big locker with a swivel chair, padded uh, leather chair in front of it. It, it was, uh, it just, didn't they have a weight room and a TV viewing room? All sorts of rooms in conjunction with it. They aren't in the clubhouse. They're adjacent to it. And anything that a, a baseball player needs to further his ability, they have it at that stadium. And I congratulate them. And it was such a, a, a wonderful time uh, being there with uh, Ray Davis and, and, and his wife, Linda. Uh, she was very gracious and she and Betty got along fine and Kathy grieved. They enjoyed the game. And they sat in the, uh, the seats, which uh, are right above the private box's field level. The seats are right above it. They're the seats that, uh, vice, that uh, President George Bush sits in when he goes to the ball game, and he comes out there quite often. The box was big uh, and, and, and luxurious. And it was ground level. In fact, it was below ground level, about about three feet. And it was between home plate and first base. It was right next to the photographer's booth, uh, which comes before the club, the dugout. And it has a screen in front of it. And when you sit in the front row seat of that box, you feel like you're in the ball game. You, you, it's as close as you can get to the field without being in the game. And I, I, I really enjoyed being there. Anyway, we had a nice dinner, and they have full buffet. And uh, Ray Davis is such a nice guy. But if I was to be general manager again, he's the kind of owner I would want. Uh, he's, uh, seems, he loves baseball, and he, he just wants to have a winning team, and, and they're on their way to building one. Ray is involved with the other owners uh, and they're uh, uh, working out an agreement uh, with the Players Association. Uh, the five-year agreement that's in effect is up this year. It's finished this year. And they have to get a, a new agreement for next year. And, and they're looking for a lot of new rule changes. They're talking about doing something with the baseball. Uh, the shift is big in the discussions, and I hate the shift. I think it's unfair to left-handed hitters, and I just don't like it. It's ugly. It just shouldn't be part of the game. And, uh, you know, they talk about a man on second base, uh, whether they're going to keep that or not in extra innings to shorten the game. Uh, this is a big year in baseball. Uh, at some point, the owners are going to have to start thinking about uh, their attendance. Uh, last year with the virus, attendance, of course, was zero. And then this year, I noticed it hadn't picked up all that much. That when I watch other teams play, the Rangers on television, I don't see many people in the stands. Uh, they might start to have to start thinking about ladies' days and and uh, not hold games, let the not hold teams in. It's... Uh, and this is a very important time in baseball. 
Uh, it's being run by the statisticians at this time, almost totally. So they have a big hand in it. Uh, they haven't played baseball, most of them. And uh, as a result, uh, the, the mix and the talk about it becomes very important. And uh, I'm going to end this podcast. I think I've told you enough. It's uh, it talk, talked about the book and, and the mistake I made on the zip code and uh, Ray Davis and a lot of interesting things. We don't always have to talk about the golden age of baseball, but that's fun. That's what I'll talk about next time. Thank you for listening to The Golden Age of Baseball with baseball legend Eddie Robinson. If you have a question for Eddie or would like to suggest a topic, please email eddie.robinson65 at yahoo.com. And for an even deeper dive into the golden age of baseball, read his autobiography, Lucky Me, My 65 Years in Baseball, which you can find on goodreads.com and on Amazon. The Golden Age of Baseball with Eddie Robinson was produced by Greg Ricks. Mark Robinson is our technical advisor, and Abby Robinson is our podcast coordinator.